All right, welcome back to The Wrap. This is our weekly look at what is happening in business. Um, I am uh, Doug Buchanan, and I am here with... Ellen R. Kennedy. And Mark Summers. And Mark, yes, we got a, a busy week uh, today. Lots of crew news to get through. A couple of big real estate stories, including a historic... Uh, building downtown that is uh, soon going to be um, seeing some changes and uh, an ice cream shortage story. So that's always a good one. Um, uh, but let's uh, let's start with the crew. Um, the uh, the team uh, is having a groundbreaking. Uh, ground has been broken. Ground has been broken officially, finally. And uh, we have, uh, I, I guess, I mean, there's a ton of news to go through, but yes. uh, I guess start with the, uh, the we have a sale. Like a land- well, yeah, we have a, a, a an officially disclosed purchase price and a time frame for closing that seems like it will actually finally happen. Yep. Uh, so they're going to, the team is going to buy the land from NRI, from Nationwide Realty for 257 Million dollars. Million dollars. And it was, and I mean, we had some indication that it was valued at 9.5 at one point. That was, a, that's the, a number that got thrown out in some emails that uh, public officials were CC'd on. Yeah. So, right. Uh, so some questions remain, I think, about the uh, the logistics of that deal, uh, well, but it's yeah, happening. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of emails, uh, so we got a, a whole cache of emails from city officials between city officials, team members, or uh, the team ownership, and others uh, that had a lot of interesting detail about that, including uh, that at one point they were discussing having the city actually buy the land but funnel the money through the... Oh, yeah, that's where the, the $9.5 million comes up, is that the there was a suggestion that the team would buy the land uh, and then the city would reimburse them this $9.5 million. Right. Um, so now this new community authority is still supposed to own the... Mm stadium and the land. So sure. I think there's some additional transactions uh, that we'll be watching for in the coming months. Uh, for sure. Uh, Mark, do you want to try to explain exactly what's going on with the costs associated? No. With <laughs> <that>? <laughs> I don't what? think anybody can explain, except there are new numbers out. Uh, the city's total investment into all of the projects yes. related to the move of the team to... Spurred by the move of Spurred the team. Spurred by, yes. That was the, the term of art that we settled on. Because We're going to say related. The yeah, mayor says they're unrelated. Yeah, so that's directly <laughs> contradictory to this city. This <laughs> if. So, $113 million. <laughs> that's the uh, at one point, they maintained that only $50 million would be directly supporting crew-related projects. The rest are all They're still maintaining that. Yes. That's what they say. That's the, the city's position. We're spending $113 million. $50 million of it is for crew-related, crew-related. which includes... Uh, the, reno- the the transformation of Mopfrey Stadium into yes. a community sports park and a training facility and the infrastructure around the stadium. But there's all this other infrastructure work in the arena district that is going to happen at the same time. $63 million. And the city's going to spend $63.9 million to do all of that. And, and they, they had said when all this was first announced in December that there would be other projects that were on the board that the city was also going to pay for that were going to happen at about the same time that all of this constru- uh, crew construction was going on. And that we knew of, of, of a couple of them, the, the pedestrian bridge over the Olentangy River, uh, the Riverside Park there. But uh, now there's a, a I don't know, burying underground lines. There's a cell phone tower being moved. And I think that probably the most controversial one is the parking garage. 
right? But we, yes. Yeah, but the city says they'll be collecting the revenue on that parking garage, the $25 million yeah, it's a $25 parking million dollar parking garage. I mean, but they'll make a, that back in a weekend or two. Yeah. I mean, I think the other uh, question that those emails raised, which I think we should acknowledge was, uh, you know, initially reported by the dispatch is that they have these language in these emails where they say, we're going to move this into the other projects yeah. bucket and stuff yeah. like that. So a little shady. some of the moving around of, of money and budgeting has been both somewhat difficult to follow right. uh, and to fully understand why things are happening the way that they are. But right now we have a, a number from the city, 113 yep. million, and we will. And a new number from the owners they're going to be contributing oh, yes. another $70 million yeah, into true. the project. So raises the stadium cost to $300 million. Yeah, So, so be... hundreds of millions of dollars being thrown around, a lot of it taxpayer dollars, a lot of it not. Yep, and, uh, and again, the, the, the city falls back on 3,200 jobs created, uh, and again, spurring hundreds of millions of dollars and uh, making that happen. Yes, there, actually, so. today at the groundbreaking, Mayor Andrew Ginther said uh, the last time he checked his math, $113 million is worth it for $1.4 billion of really? economic activity uh, or so, something okay. along those lines. So Excellent. I love it. <laughs> Okay, well, obviously this is going to be a story that we're going to continue to follow. We've been all over for a year now, or close to a year, and uh, and so uh, we will uh, keep you posted on uh, on what we find out. All right, elsewhere, uh, the YMCA, uh, I, I honestly, when I saw this story come through, I, I just said, are, are, we, are we sure? Like, is, <laughs> is it temporary? But no, the YMCA is closing. The downtown YMCA, which has been there since... 1924. 1924 is actually closing. Yes. Yeah, they're going to decommission it. Um, now, we don't know when that's going to happen. They're, yeah. First, they're a few going. Years, yeah. Yes, we, first they need to. So, the downtown Y here is interesting uh, because, in addition to having a gym, it, like few other, I think, largely urban downtown Ys, yeah. still has a uh, an affordable housing component uh, and, yep. and has um, housing for. People who meet certain, I mean, yeah, four hundred uh, four hundred men, uh, supportive housing. They've yes. got the services to go along with it, uh, and what basically they're saying that they could not retrofit. Yes, those but, rooms to make them modern enough. So yeah, so what they need to do is they're gonna they're gonna move into a smaller wellness center somewhere in town or build, or build out a small wellness center to give downtown workers still a place to go work out. Okay, thirty two hundred members. Yeah, and then they need to find. Uh, they're, they're very stressing that they are not just going to leave the people who live there out right. on the street right now. But they would like to find a partner because they, they don't really feel like they're that's their core business anymore, providing the uh, housing, literally providing the housing yeah, for true. these men. So. And there are other organizations that are doing this, that, that are doing that work and developing these things. So they should, I, I, I think that they will be able to find a partner. Now, finding another site downtown, yes. that convenient I think it's a whole other matter. Well, they but. say that they'll have that open by mid twenty twenty. That's some the sort of the least temporary one, out, right? Okay. In the they want five to ten years. They'll build an entirely new downtown facility. Yeah. Yes. But again, it's you got to find the money, the partners, and everything else. Yeah, right. which I guess they anticipate that would cost them less than fifty million dollars because they said they could not yeah. afford fifty million dollars to renovate the current building. Right, and the other thing is that the YMCA building has no parking. Um, mm. which is an issue for people who work out downtown. Where do you go? How far are you willing to walk? 
um, whatever new building I'm sure that they put up, if they put one up, will have adequate parking. Well, I certainly hope that they can save that building and somebody can find some way to convert it into you know something. Condos. But, but but without you know without the parking, uh, that's uh, I think that's going to be an issue. But Already it's a beautiful a building, pool, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but not so. that great. Like this is the thing, Denton Wise. Yeah, feels like a building built in 1924. (laughs) So, which is cool, but also not ideal for the market. Yeah, not exactly the modern market. Yes. Uh, Okay. One other uh, real estate story that uh, that was pretty interesting was uh, one of our suburbs has declared uh, no mas on housing, uh, at least for the time being. You want to fill us in on that, Mark? Yeah, they created a moratorium for six months um, in. Patascala, everybody's favorite uh, yeah. suburb. Wait, so that is the right way? Yes. Pat- what, what was I saying? I was saying Patascala. Patascala. But yeah, so The city council voted five to one this week in favor of six months moratorium, which would block all residential development plan proposals inside its borders, which is a shock to some developers, apparently. Yeah, I mean, because uh, because they have been getting uh, a lot of interest, a lot of building permits, a lot of new homes going, uh, 1,069 new housing units, uh, uh, either approval or under construction there. Uh, and this, you know, they don't have, they don't have the pop, they don't have much of a population, you know, not a huge population, but the, the main thing appears to be the roads. Yes. Uh, they feel like they don't have the uh, infrastructure is like the buzzword of this podcast, mm-hmm. but, uh, they're just not getting the, uh, they don't have the funding to improve their infrastructure to accommodate the residential growth. So they are yeah. framing this as a pause to figure out how they can get that money. A lot of other communities have impact fees. Yeah. Um, it's, and it's interesting, like in Delaware County, which is and also a rural, lots mm-hmm. of it is rural. You have two lane um, roads that have only been used by tractors and farm yeah. equipment yeah. and such. And now with all these housing units going in, how do you pay for that? Um, are the developers going to do it? Will the rest of the community do it because it'll boost their income taxes? Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? Yeah, so that's uh, that's what they're going to try to figure out over the next six months uh, while they while they just stop all building and and uh, and try to get ahead of it. Uh, I understand the. Uh, the idea behind it, but it's it's still pretty surprising oh. to basically put up a sign that says, uh, you know, no, you're... you're I wonder if other business. communities are looking at this, trying to figure out whether oh, they can do the same yeah. because of out-of-control development that they have, you know, they can't keep up with. Yeah. Um, you're seeing that a lot of communities are having homes built left and right, and the communities sometimes feel like they're left out of the say of what's going to well, happen. Well, just last week we have. had the, the story about the quarry, uh, you know, over there. This is in the core of Columbus, mm-hmm. and, they're, and you know, everybody down in that in that general part of town is really upset by it because it's 800 homes, and they're not, they, they say, they're not really taking uh, full, uh, you know, of, of the impact of it on traffic. Yeah. The other question about these moratoriums that came up when they did one in Nashville, which was more in the... Uh, the core, the urban core, it was along Music Row because of historic buildings. Landowners also not always a huge fan of the idea that nobody can build there because it really decreases their ability yeah, to sell true. some yeah. of their land to some residential home developers. Yeah. So, you got to know when to sell. Yeah, so yeah. it'd be interesting to to see what kind of pushback arises. Okay, one last story this week. Uh, Crisis averted, apparently, uh, because there was about to be riots, right? 
Riots at Graders, yes. Yeah. There's a, uh, a run, at least a run. Right. Cincinnati-based. Cincinnati-based. Yep, Cincinnati-based, yep. But very popular in Columbus. And there, uh, it's an ice cream shop. And they, they have a flavor that is very popular. And that would be what? It was black raspberry chip. And what was the deal? They, uh, were... they, they, they had a supplier uh, of the raspberry puree that was the, the, and the, and this supplier suddenly went out of business and Graders was looking at uh, not being able to produce that ice cream. It is by far their most popular ice cream. That's been known for a, a long, long time because, quite frankly, it is the greatest ice cream ever invented. Uh, uh, and And so... To to not have that, they they said they said as soon as they figured out there was a problem, they started hoarding the the black raspberry chip that they sent to stores, and so uh, the, it was going to be the scoop shops really that were going to run out of it. And it was the processor, not the actual farm that supplied. Yeah, that's the true. Yeah, it yeah. was a processor who. I don't know how this all works, but reduces the water from the berries and gets them to the right sweetness and consistency to be used in ice cream. It's very technical stuff, yeah, yeah, ice cream so. making. However, um, the company says they have located another processor out in California, and ha- and they've had favorable results in that they will be able to get back into production making this ice cream. Yeah. Which so apparently is... I've never that, had that, this flavor. What? I don't think. I can't eat ice cream, so it's few and far between. Oh, my goodness. Okay. You have? I haven't had Graders at all. So uh, Graders, is good. Graders is good. Yeah. I mean, but I prefer... Yeah, Rick, our sound engineer <laughs> over here is, is telling us, is, is right on Do board. Do they have a cookies and cream flavor? I think so. Yeah, They probably. have all the traditionals. No, Graders is much more traditional. It's much more traditional, and... Uh, and when they say chocolate, when you when you say chocolate chip, it's really like chocolate chunk. Like uh, you the, make the way, the way they make it. Nugget that big oh, yeah. in there. It's it's yeah, it's good. just absolutely fabulous. And Not I have I really have no idea why raspberry and chocolate go together like that. But I've tried the cherry chocolate chip and the peach chocolate chip and the you know there's a the peach cookies. chocolate chip. Oh, well, it's a seasonal, isn't it? Huh? isn't it? Well, there's definitely a seasonal peach. But anyway, just saying, like I've tried other versions of chips with their different flavors, and there's and just nothing the like one? that one. It is. So yeah. are you worried that it'll, because it's a different processor, that it's yeah, going to taste Yeah, seriously, yeah. Is it going to be like the Great Lakes Christmas Ale that uh, nobody believes actually <laughs> tastes like Great Lakes Christmas Ale anymore? It doesn't. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Maybe uh, maybe we can bring some into our next news and brews and, uh, and taste some pumpkin beer and yes. black raspberry ice cream. Yes. Sounds good. All right. Thank you all for listening. We will see you back here next week.